Weird Things is brought to you by patreon.com slash weird things. Support the show. Hello and welcome to the Weird Things Podcast. I'm Adrian Mean, joined by Justin Robert Young. Hello. Brian Brushwood. Hello. Bryce Castillo. Hello. Nobody asked you, Bryce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Just... Bryce is the uh, neutron to this uh, wild arrangement of electrons, just flinging back and forth in almost a neon like gas environment where you never know where they'll end up. Yeah. Maybe Bryce, it'll be. Maybe it'll be a singing intro. Maybe it'll be a character voice intro. Maybe it'll be a conceptual yep. intro. Maybe it'll be meta. Ooh. Uh, we will see next episode. But this episode, since the intro is done, we'll jump right into the topic. Uh, any of you watched the Apple keynote on Monday? Uh, I read up on it. Yeah. It's good enough. The, uh, uh, I watched it. I, well, I watched at the point that I realized that it was happening. <laughs> as soon as yeah. people were talking about it, so I didn't see anything up to. I think I got the vast majority of the Vision Pro uh, announcement, which was really what I was there for. Yeah, that's what everybody was there for. And I, I was watching it at work. Well, I drove into work listening to it, and then got into work. And in the uh, cafeteria on the big screen TV, people were watching. It, and then I went up to our floor, and some people were watching it there. And uh, you know, they're doing this. What a great year for the Macintosh! Here's our new Mac. Shut up. Here's our new watch. Shut up. You know, here's this. Get to it. And then and then they start to wrap up and we're like, oh no, like they can't, if they weren't gonna announce, they would have had to do they would have leaked something the day before, like, oh, we're yeah. just we're excited to talk about this. They handled it wonderfully well. They knew the expectations were there. And then they announced their vision and they used the term augmented computing, augmented reality like once, and then they kept using the term spatial reality. Spatial computing so, is what is what I yeah. saw. Yeah, spatial. Yeah, exactly. Spatial computing. Sorry. So, what are our thoughts? Uh, um, I uh, mm, I. You sound conflicted. I am conflicted because this objectively appears to be the best iteration of some VR stuff, and we're big. We've all really enjoyed during the apocalypse. We all enjoyed golfing together and hanging out and all that stuff, and we're fans of VR in general. However, we are also very vocal about the fact that what we want is a convenient AR set of glasses that doesn't feel like you're wearing a brick on your face, and what this looks an awful lot like is yet another set of uh, brick to wear on your face and um uh it, but it's definitely the best one yet i i don't i i am conflicted only this one has uh, uh, forgive me what appears to be uh, stupid eyes on googly eyes on the front i i i mm. can't imagine like i i can't Im what mm. Mm. what if it's good though like, like, what if the eye, this eyesight feature, what if that's actually really good? What if that's actually really helpful? Uh, I actually believe it will be because if I'm in a room and, <laughs> uh, -huh. uh, okay, look, it can be both stupid and helpful, okay. right? Okay. But, but the point <laughs> okay. is, is All like, right. Uh, uh, right now we have nothing like uh, you're in the room uh, alone playing, you know, pretending to, you know, beat sabers or what have you. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, uh, you can hear a loved one enter the room and 
It was like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, 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 any, anything better. Even a pair of dumb, silly, googly eyes will be better than nothing. <laughs> and what we have is nothing. And these are, again, dumb, silly, googly eyes, which I do believe will be better because at least I can fake look at my wife when she walks <laughs> into the room. It's dumb, but it's... And they're googly well, eyes. Well, really, the the, 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 the the dumb googly eyes are for your wife, not for you. Exactly. Because you exactly. will be able to see her. So, she, like, like uh, the way that, that at least the demo. And let me start all of this, and I'm sure we're going to get into it. Everything I'm going to say is going to be taking the demo at face value. In the history of this product, of this field of products, taking demos at face value are very often done at your own peril. So if, 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 if this is exactly what they showed, then when your wife walks in, unlike any other product that has ever happened, it will break into your reality and her seeing your eyes will be the two-way signal that she knows that you know that you are present, that, that, that you guys are, are being able to see each other, even if you were in full immersion. So yes, that that's I, I I agree with you. It having gigantic bug eyes, or at least what looked like gigantic bug eyes in the demo, uh, is something that is a little silly looking. I, I think there's a lot of touches that Apple put on this that wanted to make this technology human and accessible in a way that nothing in this space really has been before. A lot of the commercials and demos were about a mom or a dad in the midst of a bunch of kids running around the largest amount of chaos you can imagine in a family setting. And it's still being something that you can wear, which is an immediate differentiator from anything else specifically in the VR space. And AR is its own weird, weird mix of things. But yes, that, it, that certainly seems to be something that they've wanted. They went out of their way up to and including including googly eyes. Well, and, and uh, just to put a button on my part before I turn on my listening ears, um, this does, as I understand it, pass the wife test. Maybe the kids test. It most certainly passes no other social test I can imagine. <laughs> it, is, it is still you <laughs> alone. Well, like, well uh, uh, which, which is a bad one. What is a failed test that this should have has should should pass and does uh, and doesn't. Are, are you are you gonna you gonna walk onto a plane with it turned on? Uh, uh, you could you could walk around and and right. have crazy googly eyes. Uh, uh, probably not. Are you gonna probably do it on? Not, uh, not, not, not get, right now. Get, get ready for the Instagram posts of the first time people try to wear it in a subway or walk down the street during it. it. I Brian, hundred percent, you're right. And then it'll be mm -hmm. like the first Bluetooth earpiece we saw. Like, look at that and that. Exactly. We're, exactly. Uh, yeah. And 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 I guess that's why I'm conflicted is because there is, and you're 100 percent right, Andrew. Is there is no clean leap all the way forward? It's society that has to get used to the idea of uh, what Neil Stevenson once called gargoyles, people who refuse to turn off their VR AR devices at all times. Uh, let's go around. Uh, Justin, do you want to jump in? Yeah, I. I've thought a lot about it. Um, my first thought was what I said before, the if, 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 if of all of this, because I want to make it very clear that in the history, especially with AR stuff, this field has been littered with 
what I say unironically are Theranos grade lies in demos. We have seen absolute fabrication from our own hometown. <laughs> yes, exactly. Where I am right now, by the way, I am in. I am back in in, in plantation, and not not but fifteen uh, uh, miles down the road was Magic Leap, which raised a gigantic amount of money on absolute snake oil and uh, 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 frittered it all away because the tech they were imagining existing just simply didn't and they lied uh, all the way up through there so my thoughts have all been rested on the idea of if 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 and here are the big ifs can you actually read small text on that device with their screens every available hands-on that we have seen in pre-production models there's a bunch of people that got them that seems to be the case so if we're going to take that for a grain of salt, that's a huge step forward. And I don't really think that uh, people understand how much of a jump up that is compared to the stuff that we love, like like the Quest 2. Like the, the removing the concept of a screen door and having it look like the vision outside uh, in an AR sense and being able to actually do work on it is huge. Because I think for what Apple wants this to be is in the same way that the iPad ate into MacBook sales, because you might not need a MacBook, you might not need a desktop if you're able to do what you wanna do on a really, really fast iPad, especially one with a, with a keyboard. That's an, This is another thing that I think they want to eat into computing sales, not VR sales, not AR sales. They are going for a much, much bigger thing and doing work, and more specifically, doing work faster and more immersively is something that I think they are absolutely betting on. And the other side of it is the UI. If the UI is what they are saying, no handsets, you are just able to, it is as intuitive as pinch and zoom was uh, on a touchscreen. If that is the case, that is another, that's five years ahead of anything that has come out in this space and puts it in the realm, we don't know, but it puts it in the possibility, the realm of this is easier to like, in my mind, I'm like, this might be easier to edit sound on, to edit, like do Adobe Audition, if I'm able to just kind of do that with, uh, uh, without a mouse and do the and, minority and stuff like report. That minority thing. report. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because, because that's the, the other thing clubs. is that it's not only, it's not only the, 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 uh, you know, selecting and the dragging and everything, it's also tracking your eyes. So it theoretically could make things go faster, especially in big, you know, block pushing, yada, yada, yada. Now, does it have the fine motion control? We will see. That's, that's part of the if, if, if of all of it. But like in both the UI and the screen seems to be something that in the hands-on people are saying, it's the real deal. It's not BS. If that is the case by the time it comes out, then I, I, I lean more toward the side that this is something truly game-changing. Uh, uh, one, one last uh, addendum to the Brian take is um, all of the images that we've seen have been people in spacious living rooms, and I understand why you would do that. Uh, but the true killer app is, boy, if you're into that van life, this, this will be a must-have. 
for that huge fan life. Uh, it's it's bigger than you think. Hey, hey, uh, look, hey, hey, dude, all politics are local, and I know like four people that do it. So that we, we might be in an overrepresentative sample, but I'm with Brian. Like, like if it can sell to the four people we know with tricked out fans that go to, uh, uh you know, national parks, like, you know, look, they, they can into a national park without doing a fake VR national park and save on battery life. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I think this is a really promising form factor. <laughs> I think I think, you know, this is Apple throwing everything at the wall, right? There's an M2 chip in here. They made a new chip and R, the R1 chip is in it. Uh they've got 12 cameras, sensors everywhere. There's all of the eye tracking stuff um in in the hopes of making a device where you're not sure if it's opaque or not like that was the real that was the interesting little uh uh trend i saw especially as they were announcing it was is it opaque or not do you actually see through it or not um which i think is part of the eyesight to seeing the seeing the googly eyes um and and i think that does speak to like the the potential for this to go out in the real world. Like, yeah, we're talking about, you know, a two hour battery hooked onto a little rat tail or you're plugged up to a wall. Now, but, uh, Bryce, but Bryce, Bryce, a supple woven cable, <laughs> a supple woven cable, my which apologies. supple woven cable is immediately entered into my Apple marketing hall of fame, <laughs> along with an internet communicator. I, I'll, I'll tell you uh, what uh, uh, they should like every university should start offering uh, instead of a foreign language credit, you should be uh, an entire class on Apple speak. You should be just, able to just speak smoothly in Apple talk. Cause my first thought was, Oh my God, it has a rat tail. And then they're like, and our supple woven cable leads down to the battery pack. It, it, I'm like, it was amazing. interesting watching the demo with several people who used to work for Apple and do their communications and PR and get their take on stuff. Oh, really? Oh, uh, interesting. So Bryce, other thoughts? So I think it's, I think it's really uh, an interesting promise because what, we, what we've seen with, the, with VR, mixed reality, whatever, is miniaturization. These things are getting smaller. Um, and the, and now we have another, another player in the space, not just meta who's trying to capitalize on their low cost quest, not just, uh, you know, valve and, and, uh, uh, and if, if people are, are they still making vibes? I don't know, but for, for, you know, tethered PC gaming, um, I, I think there's a lot of promise here, even though it does feel like it feels very much like that first iPad where it's like, this is kind of big and kind of bulky and, if we look at that first iPad today, it it would look like a CRT TV, I imagine, right? Do you remember yeah, the first uh, iPad? Uh, uh, to be honest, I think we still have a functioning uh, first generation iPad that you know eventually ended up in the hands of you know a three or four year old at the time. Um, but you but, think about you but know it still it still worked. Yeah, it still did the things it was supposed to do. But you think of the design of that, right? The the big black bezel around the display, even the big metal bezel around that, the the home button, you know, that uh, is now a touch thing, higher resolution screen, cameras, all of these things. Like, we will kind of see an iPhoning of the Vision Pro as it takes things from other devices. And you look at the design, and it is very much that. This thing looks a lot like the Apple Watch. 
the the Vision Pro does. I mean, it's got a digital crown on it. It's got like the same types of cutouts and 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 design language. So it 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 also feels like a finished Apple product. Um, and so uh, I, it's a it feels like a good start. Not a great price, but I also don't think it's meant to be a consumer price. I don't think that that's. I don't think anyone's trying to sell everyone or anyone really a three thousand dollar headset. They 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 will always say this is the price for this quality and then the journey that the product will go on is lighter and slightly cheaper like everybody keeps talking about the idea that like that 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 this market is tethered to where the quest is i don't i mean like if apple is playing in that space they failed I, i don't think that apple looks at the quests and says let's make a better quest i think that they are looking at the macbook they are looking at the ipad they are looking at what people think about the future of computing and they are saying this is that and the reason why brian what you saw all the use cases they're not looking for you to walk down the street with this headset on not yet what they are looking for is every use case that you would pull out your macbook when do when you work when you're at work and you're at a standing desk when you're sitting at your couch in a living room that doesn't have a television uh that that is when uh, on an on an airplane it is the MacBook use cases that they are that they are doing. They did not show a lot of gaming. They didn't show a lot of fitness, and they sure as hell didn't show a lot of like Google Glass style. When's my next subway? Real time internet information. Yeah, this was in Wi-Fi situations that you are going to be at for a little while. I I, I would guess I'm I'm going to hold up uh, Sorry, for the I audio listeners. <laughs> the uh, I'm holding up my laptop, so I would I would guess what they're trying to do is this is the device that you have for any moment that you ever feel the temptation to squint and lean closer to your laptop instead yes. put this thing on and then and now it's as big or as small as you you want it whatever it is yes it feels it feels like you know it, it's funny that we kind of frame this as a comparison to the other vr devices because what Apple spent most of their time focusing on, like we said, it was very little games, right? The only game that they saw, I, they saw, showed was NBA 2K23, which is an, a 2D, uh, you know, Apple iPhone, uh, Apple Arcade game. So I have some thoughts on all of this. And oh, I, I wait, think, oh, 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 wait, sorry. I, 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 Never mind. <laughs> but, uh, and... Uh, I, I think that's a sign that gaming's gonna come, right? You'll get Beat Saber, you'll get uh, all, all of that well, stuff. Well, it's owned by Facebook, maybe. Uh, well, well, that's true. Uh, but what all of those other devices do that are gaming first, they have a desktop thing, right? They have, you can get on your, you it can. Stinks. And it, it's, it, it, it is a PU stinky experience. And that is the A number one bullet for this is, you want to yeah. get stuff done? We're going to help you get stuff done. It may be like the first iPad where it's just our apps for now and it's not the right thing, but mm. we're, we're but uh, it's a start. I, I think that's the really exciting thing is the promise of this. This is more than just a Microsoft concept video every year. This is presumably going to be what this thing looks like. Maine, you've waited so, very patiently. And what are your thoughts? I, I wanted to get everybody's take on this because I think everybody made great points. Um, this has been a fascinating space as a Apple fanboy who's been following this company now for 30 plus years. 
And going and looking at their patents, I can talk to about patents they filed going back 25 years ago on VR and augmented reality and whatnot and following that space. One of the things that's very clear about Apple, and we touched upon this, but was the fact that like you could not have done the iPhone in 2006. You had to wait till 2007 until batteries, displays, and processors were bright enough that you could fit that into that form factor. It couldn't have come out a year sooner. The same with the iPad. The processor, the batteries, remember they opened up as we talked about that first iPad. They looked in the back. It was all battery because they Mm -hmm. knew there was tablets before that. There was phones before that, but they had really short battery life, limited capabilities, et cetera. Apple sets this. We think this is the minimum product we need to have. It needs to have this much battery life. It needs to have this, this, this. And... We've been all following, we've all, you know, I've got the original Oculus, you know, we have Quest, we have whatnot, we're all into this space, we've been following this technology, the Quests were good enough to say, let's get these, and then the Vive was good enough if you're a gamer to say, I want this. What Apple had to say was, what is their minimum thing? One, they said that they needed super resolution. They needed 4K per eye. They wanted you to put this thing on here and not see a screen door. They wanted you to see crisp text, as Justin points out. Um the compromises were very clear. Like we've been hearing, you know, internally at Apple, if the rumors are true, that there was a huge debate because it is look, it is clunky. It is the clunkiest thing that Apple's done in a long time. It does have this external battery pack. It does do that. And there are some people at Apple that were probably like, hey, let's just wait until we get it perfected. And then Tim Cook was like, can we wait that long? Can we make a good product right now that some people will want? And as we build out on this. We throw more money at the product line. We figure out how to improve it. We can eventually get to a sleeker sort of thing. So it's a platform. This is every version of this is going to be lighter and more powerful. And that's where they had to figure out a point where to start from. And I think they chose here. And for me, I look at it and go, yeah, I wish it was more self-contained. I wish, I wish we had magical augmented see-through reality, but that just doesn't exist. We don't have a good version of looking at a lens and projecting stuff because you can't do shadows. It doesn't handle brightness and stuff. Unless somebody comes up with some really wonderful, amazing holographic lenticular sort of doing that, that was a problem. That was why the Magic Leap videos were suspicious because they're like, "I'm looking through glass, but it's casting a shadow." How are you all doing that? And it's like, yeah, you know, we've got this light wave guided thing. Like physically, I don't think that's possible. And Apple went with this choice. Apparently, like they just bought the company Mirror, which was they're the ones that made the the 3D goggles for the Mario Kart ride in Nintendo World which use projection systems. So they just bought that company that builds that because clearly they want to do on glass stuff. And I think that they don't know where the space is going to go. They're trying to figure it all out. I do think that, I think this was the right time. I think this was the right time to do it, clunky as it is. I will tell you though, where I think this is headed though. The technology, like the eyes I get, Brian, what you're saying, they looked uncanny to me in the video, but I get it. Like, they're like, yeah, but we need something and we can, let's start with, and the way that works, by the way, it's a an OLED panel with a lenticular lens in front of it. So it's creating this 3D effect as you look at it. And it's basically just sort of generating the eyes. I think that will get better. You know, that there's only so much you can do with that kind of technology to improve it. But I think that that is Apple's idea of, like you said, it's like we want to do something to acknowledge you're being looked at, even if it's weirdo eyes. Their solution for the face simulation stuff, like it's a bit uncanny valley, but I thought that was actually great. I looked at what they were doing. I go, you know what? I would If I was doing walkabout golf with you all and you were all like those dudes, like virtual versions of you, I'd forget in two minutes and we would just be carrying on and having a conversation. I think a big play for this, though, is 
I think that unlike, I think, do you think it can do, I, I've been telling people, they go, oh, the price, I'm like, well, it's a MacBook for your face. And it's like, okay, yeah. here is a big play for this. What is the biggest area of growth that Apple is looking to towards the future for, for revenue? Yeah. Services. I mean, services, services have been big lately, yeah. certainly. Yep. Yep. That is the area there because they're looking at upgrade cycles are slowing down. They're trying to move international expansion. They just added, they just brought Apple to India. They finally brought it there and hoping to create an emerging market of people doing this. So they're looking at how do we get more revenue out of existing consumers? So that's why they came up with the Apple Fitness. They've got Arcade and they've got Apple TV. Now, when you get you know, and I'm not saying it might next year we'll probably see content, but two or three years from now, when you buy your Apple Pro and you start paying 20 bucks a month because you're going to get NBA courtside, you're going to get Apple Arcade with super realistic games. You're going to get when James Cameron's going to make his next Avatar movie, he's going to go use depth spatial sensors on the cameras. So there is going to be a special, or Apple's just going to commission their own special 3D content and throw billions of dollars at it, and it's going to be an experience that you're only going to be able to have on the Apple Vision. So I think that's going to be a big driver. I don't think they they didn't lead too much into it, but I think that's clearly, you looked at sort of like, when they brought, bring in Bob Iger on stage, and Bob Iger's talking yeah. about this, that's, to me, like I think a big part of it. So yeah, they're planning... They're planning for the you know middle and end of the decade. You know they're planning several years out. So uh, in the you examples know, they I, gave of like we're seeing a, a demo right now play of of you know family photos or whatever. Um, is there is there plans? Did they announce anything about uh, digital three Difying like all your old photos or upscaling stuff so that that you could feel like you're there in that moment? So they didn't. They didn't announce anything like that. There is, there is actually Facebook has done some pretty good research into this. There's ways in which you can take 2D to 3D conversions. I went and I, I watched some of the developer seminars on there, and they talk about their their formats for capturing, like you know, they call it like you know, how do you do? They're doing, they have a file format for doing 3D, which it wasn't clear were they saying was this stereoscopic or was this using spatial depth camera to do that? That was a little bit hand wavy there, I thought, because as you watch the camera move across, you're like, okay. That's not stereoscopic. That's like two 3D depth, but you do have the depth sensor on the camera. So if you read the text, they say, hey, uh, this is Apple's first camera. First 3D first, camera. First, which mm. means there's going to be a next 3D camera. And which implies we've got a new iPhone coming out and they've got to keep justifying, you know, how many more lenses they're going to put on there. Oh. I, I think if I were a betting man, I would say that, or a betting woman, or betting chimpanzee, it doesn't matter. I would say that we're going to see 3D spatial capture on the next one. And there's there's already been the rudimentary stuff. Like it already does depth maps. It already has because of the camera on there. I think it's going to get a big boost, and I think that you're going to be taking 3D photos of the next iPhone. I, I, I think you're right about taking the photos, but also I think that upscaling just as we've seen you know low resolution imagery upscaled to 4k that looks really good uh, as ai gets better at filling in gaps of all varieties i i would imagine there's going to be an awful lot of upscaling of past I, content going back 10 years 100 percent think you're right i i don't apple may lean into a bit but remember apple wants you to buy the phone you know right. so apple you know forget your old memories brian have new yeah. ones and so um it was it's funny because watching the demo, we all, I think, had the same thought when we saw the dude by himself sitting on a couch. 
And it was, uh, wow, that's really kind of sad. And then, and it was a very interesting. You, you mean, you mean, I, you mean the, 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 the scene before the guy becomes a superhero and he just watches <laughs> the old film of his kids that were run over by the villain over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Before he gets his minority report. What happened go, in Madrid? We need to know <laughs> so, what happened in Madrid. That, that was, you have to imagine <laughs> in big companies, Everything we're saying, somebody was saying internally. There was always, it's not like yes. they're all going, nope, no problem here. There was somebody there, somebody lost an argument because an exec or somebody's like, no, I think it's totally cool. Uh, by the way, I got to leave because it's my weekend with the kids. And uh, last time I was late. So, uh, <laughs> you know, um, there is something, I think there's something else going. I always try to think, what's really going on in there? But I'm, I'm, I'm excited. My question when they're, we did that, like notice Tim Cook didn't want to announce the price. They had somebody else announce. And we're all just yep. like waiting, waiting, and then like, oh, it's a MacBook. It's the it's an Internet Navigator. Where we got the Steve Jobs version of that. And then, you, did you see the TikTok video of the people in Apple Park when they announced the price? Growing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> was, uh, watching this, my question was: Were we going to buy one or two? Well, and and that's the, uh, like. That's what was so great about the Quest 2 is is it, during the pandemic, it was a price point that I bought one for me. And during the apocalypse, it was like, you know, Bonnie, you could join us for mini golf, too. <laughs> and yeah, so we I, were able to buy two. I, I, that is not on the table for this product. <laughs> I, my frustrations with Meta as they are and some of the decisions Zuckerberg does, I still say that $300 price point, the $350, they, they, they came out was one of the most amazing deliveries of technology possible at that price point. And it's still people take it for granted. I'm like, they did, a, they did magic. And I think the $500 price point now that they're at, um, on one hand, I'm like, well, this is great news for Facebook because there's a lot of people going, F you, Apple, I'm never paying that. I'm going to go pay my $500 for this. I would argue that if Apple came out with something that was the same as the Quest 3 and it was the same price, I would consider it because I will pay $3,000 to be on the Facebook platform. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm glad we're on, on the meta comparisons because even the weird divorced dad stuff, the thing that Apple wanted to hammer home repeatedly is that this is a device that you use in the real world you use with your family around. This isn't about separating you and connecting you to a metaverse family. This is about you living the life that you have with your uh, the people that are around you. And I think what was a very deliberate messaging decision is conversation about the metaverse that's happened has felt dystopic of like, oh, this is just going to be more, this is the worst final destination version of people being on their phones and never looking up. And and then they don't want to be a part of that. They want to be a part of the the connection element. There's always been a, a, a theme with Apple products that these fit with your family. These make, uh, FaceTime connects grandma to grandkids. Uh, uh, the, the picture and, and have capturing moments that you want to remember forever. And this is something that I think they, very deli deliberately, even to the point of being weird, uh, uh, wanted to highlight that that this is not about hang out with your friends online. This is about experience your world better. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, that that does kind of undo one of my initial very hostile megrams. Is I said it passes the spouse test, maybe the kids test, but but one test it also definitely passes is 
every birthday party, it's not at all weird to see one person whose job is to go around with a nice camera capturing the moments. And so now that camera just happens to be on your face and, and you recognize like, like, like uh, of, of the 30 people at this birthday party, I'm going to be the one who's wearing weird ski goggles and I'll be able to have conversations and we can chat and I'll have weird googly eyes. But the moment something special happens, it's uh, without having to pull out a piece of equipment or anything, I'll turn around and press a button and that will become I part of the instantly created montage of that special day. You're 100% right, but also I couldn't get the image out of my head from Chronicles of Riddick with the people that were like the scanners. Oh, I, I didn't. I, I never, I, I heard it was not as good as Pitch Black. Oh, so it's I never fun. Saw no, it. Chronicles of Riddick is really good. Yeah, there's, there's, a t I maybe have to pull up the photo, but you'll get it. Um, yeah, I think it, it's, you know, they've looked at where everybody misstepped. Oh, but it's interesting. It was, I don't know if you read Zuckerberg's letter to everybody at Facebook. I did. And it's it's weird because he makes some very good points, but then his last paragraph or two, he describes a very different reveal than we saw. He's like, oh, everybody here is isolated when they do this. That's not the vision of the future. I'm like, like when the guy's literally talking to his children or the woman's talking to her friend on the couch and they see each other, like, like, no, that's not they showed they they Apple answered their version. So I think that it was weird because it was like, no, that's you you did you tune out when apple was trying to show you how engaged in the real world people could be with this um well i gotta it, think that i i would say that uh there, there may be a bit of sunk cost fallacy you know in in in, in zuckerberg's case he spent a lot of well, money he, no i know but he's he well, yeah but i'm saying he's trying to say well we're positioned to be this i'm like yeah so is apple like apple showed you this vision they're a kind of i think a better version of that future than you have so far i think the, I, I think that like, man, it's, it's hard. Cause like, I would love for there to be both rooms out there. Like, great. I'll buy, I'm going to buy the quest three, you know, I'm going to buy that, you know, when that comes out, you know, I try to figure out how to activate my Facebook account if I have to, but I, I don't, nobody was really comfortable with the idea of Facebook kind of owning the VR space or the world. And not that we should be comfortable with anybody owning it, but I got the feeling that, Apple spent a lot of time talking about things that nobody cares about right now. They're like, well, eye tracking, we're not going to report where your eyes go while you're using this because, yeah. you know, they showed about like, hey, we're only going to let you clicks. And people are like, why? Like, well, what's one of the things that Facebook wants to sell to advertisers? Hey, we can tell you where people were looking at what ad they saw. Now we can improve your click through rate. Well, and on top of that, little things like uh, eye dilation is something that in general you can't control. If something pleases you, then, uh, uh, congrats, the computer that's watching your eyes now knows that and it can't unknow that. Yeah, to 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 your point, Andrew, I I I am worried for Meta. Like because Meta changed their name because they believe that they want to steer this into the future. And uh uh when they were pitching their idea with the product and the tech that they have, right? But like when they were pitching their version of the future. It was a cartoon world where you can do a business meeting where Mark Zuckerberg's the coolest guy in the room. And if that's your demo, uh, that plus gaming, and I'm not going to say, I love gaming. The, the, the Quest is the best VR gaming platform in existence. And, and I don't think it's even really particularly close wow. uh, if you value the physical, uh, the lack of a physical constraint to a device and the ability to communicate very, very easily with other people, uh, which we've loved about it. Uh, that being said, that use case is small. 
VR gaming is hard to develop for. They're not long experiences in my, uh, in my, my personal, uh, thought, like once you, unless you're like an addict to rhythm games, um, you, you kind of get burnt out on them pretty fast. Apple's version was you are having a good time in your home. The people that are around you don't feel disconnected from you any more than they feel disconnected from you being glued to your phone or glued to your MacBook. That was like, like all those steps to me were them trying to say every other product in this space is inhuman. This is a human product. Yeah. I, I don't think there's going to be only one. I think we may end up like in a iOS Android sort of world. Uh, but the problem is that Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg wants to make a platform where he makes 90% of the revenue. And, yeah. you know, Apple's happy with just a mere 30% of the revenue. <laughs> and I think that is going to be, I looked at like, you know, they talk about the millions of, 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 you know, quests that they've sold. I'm like, yeah, but I haven't used mine in months. Like mine's just, I got two just sitting up there. Like, like I don't use mine. And there are things that I've been easy, easy things for them to do. Like if Beat Saber was a $5 a month with new music, would have done that if they came out with like an oculus arcade like apple did where they had new games and they really supported developers they would have did that but i think the problem is they spent way too much money and by the way did you see some of the apps that were listed though in the uh the vision pro store uh the only rec app room uh, what was rec room oh yeah i mean that's oh. a big one uh, is that owned yeah. by someone well that, there are no self-contained but that was the one that Facebook pretty much horizons was sort of like, we're going to try what, to ripped it off. Our, yeah. And to not much success, but I think that you're going to see too, is you're going to see Apple throw a ton of money at some key developers to really create platforms because part of what they know is they've got to announce this thing because by the time this is staying is in the offices of different game developers, everybody will know this thing exists. Right. And there may be, they're not launching this thing until next year and i don't i'm not saying there's going to be a big hardware change but i wouldn't be totally surprised if by the time it comes to launch there's a couple things about the headset which didn't get a much as much attention that back strap it detaches and if you notice where the battery cable attaches on there um that's right at the junction of the strap so hmm. are we going to see a battery pack on the back strap you know, yeah, which, um, which from know. what I understand, uh, uh, for those, there are other devices that it makes it feel more balanced out. Like you're not wearing mm -hmm. just one brick on the front of your face. You're wearing two bricks yeah. and it feels balanced. Yeah. For my quest, I have the battery pack on the back and I prefer it. I prefer to do that. I think you're going to see, you know, the peripheral market, et cetera. They had to sort of come out with this because there's no way they could keep this thing a secret. I think between now, it's six months away till the, and we don't even know that it's coming out in January. It could still be February or whatever. So, oh, oh, this, this, this smells summer. This smells summer 2024. Uh, my, my, my expectation is uh, uh, if you are able to watch election night on your Vision Pro, then, then that will be, you know, that uh, I think uh, Apple, Apple will get wow, this. Right. That's, that's an, no, that's an aggressive optimistic. delay you're suggesting, though. Apple, yeah, they're, I mean, this is Tim Cook, Mr. Supply Chain. That's Mr. That's Tim Supply Chain Cook. I mean, call it. it's, also their, it's also their biggest launch in 10 years. Uh, yeah, but what have they ever missed on a launch date, though? They've never. The, yeah, the only. Well, this is, is coming early 2024, right? That's what they said. Yeah. Yeah, which would imply. They didn't say first quarter. 
No, no. But, no, they didn't. You know. So early, early 2024. We're, we're still in early 2023, technically. Well, yeah, they just say, uh, uh, okay. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I, I maybe, maybe, I don't, I mean, Steve Jobs would hedge it. Like, I, I, maybe, who knows? They're, they're, they're clearly the fact that we weren't able to order now with delivery in this period of time shows that there's still things to TBD on that. Um, yeah. That being said, but yeah, there is, or to our, what we're all agreeing on is that there's a huge amount of development time as they're going to get developer ones out there in the hands of people building stuff and start doing that. And even when they start coming out, a lot of it's going to be for people to start building content platforms, you know, on top of it. So uh, I, uh, it's the question. And also here's the thing too, is they talked about, they showed people going into the Apple store to experience it and try it out. And I think that, I think a lot of people who are like 3,500, no way. And then I'm going to get my quest and I get my quest. Oh, that's cool. And then I think that they go into an Apple store and try this demo it's going to be take my money, please. Did did they talk about the field of view, just how wide it was compared to? So they would. There's not they a field didn't of view. Re- they didn't release anything about that, and I've heard two different reports about it. One person says you're always aware that there's an edge there, and somebody else said they had lenses though. They had like glass lenses there, so that may have been. Another person said never, like it just felt like your complete field of view, which I doubt that. But I Be- think for them, they felt like they were getting their complete field of view because it is opaque. It's not. It's 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 i guess technically ar but the whole image is is vision is video yeah no no no. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. field of view what i mean is like uh there are different uh vr headsets that uh, that that you know when you're wearing an original quest or quest 2 it looks like you're looking through binoculars at all times and then others of them allow more peripheral vision on here uh i from what i've seen so far i would guess that this feels roughly like putting on a pair of ski goggles where it's like, even as you're going down the slopes, you're aware that you're wearing something on your face, but, but you have a, a fairly you know wide field of view. Yeah. I, I didn't get glasses or ski goggles, something like that. I have a feeling that's going to be the, probably because the description, nobody, when people tried the, the hollow lens, the hollow lens, you know, in the history of disillusionment, <laughs> one was of course, Google glass, which looked like it all time AR device, all time champ. Yeah. That, and that was because it looked like it was an AR device when they launched it. And you're like, oh, cool, look at this. And you're like, oh, no, it's one eye in the upper corner, which they didn't. And then people got it and were like, it's literally a thing at my corner. It's like this holding my phone over here, which was dumb. Just a really, really bad bet on their part, whatnot. Then HoloLens, a problem with HoloLens. HoloLens like, oh, my God. And we got excited about it here. And then we found out like, yes, the AR part is in a you know postcard thing in front of your field of view that you have to keep focused on. I'm like. That's not good. That's just not good. That's not yeah. that's not a good place to start with. Every reviewer I've read of this has been raved about the hardware, questions about where it's going to place in the world, but I have not read anybody who's like, oh, this was, it was jittery, it was this, it was that. Complaints about the weight, that's the thing I've heard ta- people talk yeah. about from, you know, friends with the, the weight on the face, which I get it. You know, it's a pound. and But there is another head strap that goes across it, which they didn't show. Hmm. Yeah, the, the, the big stuff that I read was... Uh, weight at like the 45 minute mark which i think is a problem for the longer term use of like watching it for a movie and and what they were suggested to do was to tighten the 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 top strap uh but again to me man the ui like i i when i first got the iphone and i went out in these very south florida streets and i was showing off my cool new iphone the thing that blew people's hair back was pinch and zoom and scroll because that is something that just fundamentally 
did not happen on other phones at the time. With this, if the UI, if it is pinch, zoom, you never have to worry where your hands are. And that's that's what I've, I've read from every hands-on thing is that your hands can be way out. It can be really close. It can be down. It can be relaxed. You're never worried about where those gestures need to be. And if that's magic, if that just works, like I, I, that and the vision, man, like that's, that to me is the product that, that is, that is what sets it apart from everything else. And at that point, it's only how good is it that really will define whether or not it's like, okay, this is the most fun place for me to do emails. Okay. This is the most, the easiest place for me to just run through writing. I, I can make it far more immersive. I can feel like I'm in a forest uh, and and write, and I can just write faster. I can write easier because I am actually taking away distractions. Or is it, again, fine motor skills. Can I edit the new season of World's Greatest Con on this thing? Because if I can, that's huge. If it's if it's fun for me to do it in that in that realm with that uh, uh, UI, that's that's a game changer. Hey. Like that is that is well. In a world where where iOS is becoming is becoming more capable for things like we saw a week or two ago, Logic and Final Cut are available as iOS apps now. Um, I think Apple's really set themselves up to move into that yeah. space a lot easier between getting people onto the M chips already, getting Premiere and Lightroom and stuff. If you if you have that, you've, if you presume Apple's already taken that intermediary step of having everyone convert all their code to the new chips presumably they're just going to show up in this thing because it's all, it's all easy peasy. And then, and then where do you go from there? If this is a big deal, Adobe leans into it. I'm sure. There's, we've talked about this before about the idea of trying to do our podcast from within VR. <laughs> yeah. And, and I see that becoming kind of a very, a big reality for it because all of a sudden, you know, you could use generative AI to create environments. You could use the virtual avatars for us. And, and, and I saw a funny comparison, which was, remember the the Zuckerberg when he showed his avatar, the super yeah. cartoony. Like it was like just like last year. It just just and it was just that comparison between the two. And then like like no no that was an early whatever. And then it's like you look at this and like you're like yeah this is a little Kenny Valley, but it's a lot better than you know. Yeah. Yeah. The Nintendo. Yeah. And that was, that was, that was the, I was talking with Darren Kitchen about it. And I was like, I was like, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't go with you. you, You've spent so much time cultivating your Animoji. They've, they've, I now have three or four different versions of the Animoji that I put. I'm kind of surprised that that wasn't the solution. And then he was like, oh, that uh, was never going to be the solution because of what Zuckerberg did. Zuckerberg being a big dumb cartoon, they would never, even though they have spent so much time saying, you should have an Animoji. Animojis are fun. Animojis are great. Isn't it a great expression of your personality? Be a dinosaur. Nope. One Zuckerberg trying to be David Brent in a metaverse office. Uh, uh, and that was a wrap. No more cartoons. You're going to look, you might look like a Grand Theft Auto character, but it's going to be a, a realistic Grand Theft Auto character. Yeah. I think that's the crazy thing about it is, you, you know, it you, you put it in front of your face so it can do a 3D scan of you. But at that point, we're getting to a point of the user creating data that probably is on the other side of the uncanny valley, right? Like, presume this works, the only thing to go is is up. It can only look even more like you. Um, 
if it's if it's doing you know this is just the beginning um and that's fascinating the world where people can could have devices consumer devices that can give you a good 3d scan of yourself that creates the avatar all of these like that's powerful to put in the hands of people just like you know we were talking a few years ago about putting lidar in in the iphones so there's a couple a couple things i think that Apple's getting more serious about machine learning. They're using uh, the transformer architecture, which is the same thing we use for like GPT and chat GPT, whatever the T is for transformer. It's just a, a kind of an improved way to sort of generate text or video, stuff like this. They're starting to do a lot more of that on device and, and getting better with like predictive stuff. They've got a ton. If you look into the developer tools, they've got a bunch of stuff on pose detection, which is like how to detect the pose of somebody moving or whatever. Um, and I bring that up. They also got pose detection now for animals. So like you can aim an iPhone at something. It'll try to figure out where the limbs are. I'm like, that's a very, there's got to be a really good use case for that. But that being said, is that allows you to create really good data. So if you just want to say, okay, you're here, you're standing here. And remember, we have these cameras that are aimed down and capture hands and legs. We can then recreate your body. They put yeah. the amount of cameras on here. And the fact that the lower facing cameras are high fidelity. People talk about like, you know, you, you look. You, the, the pupil tracking, they say, is incredible. And then you look to click your fingers. That means you could create a full body avatar with this very easily, you know, because you're going to have all that data. Now, so we know those are going to get better. They're probably going to get to, that'll be like, you know, Vision OS 0.3 or whatever, or 3.0 is going to be full body avatars that follow your hands. With the front facing thing, I was thinking an easy hack to make that eyes, to make it a little bit less weird it depends it's, it's not maybe it wouldn't work because i was going to say that one of the things you could do is uh uh you could actually shape the material the fresnel whatever like a nose and an eyes because everybody's got sort of the same which actually gives it more depth kind of like you'd see it like the haunted mansion or some like the projection mm, systems a face but, shaped is yeah but the problem display. is what well, could work because like it would be, have to be like an inch or so ahead of it because of the other part of the display, and you'd have to use that front. That front glass is actually a lens that is actually a lens designed for the for that you know for that effect. So uh, for those of you not familiar with lenticular display, like old movie coasters, like big gulp cups, things like that, those three D trading cards. What you do is you take that material. It's just this. It's a sort of like it, it has this sort of a staggered like pyramid sort of shape so it sends a different light rays in different directions put an lcd panel under the sort of striped on it which was a very i was like i was really impressed by that to be honest with you i wasn't expecting that and i thought that was actually a very interesting solution to how do i see this person i'm talking to it's very applied right because that idea doesn't uh, never really translated to TVs, to living room displays for 3D displays. Or fire phones. Or fire phones. Um, but, you know, if it's on or a... red phones. On a physical display that it's got some distort... Like, it actually makes sense to do that. Uh, that's yeah. that's clever. I didn't realize it was that type of display. It's really... Yeah, it is a... I looked at that and I go, man, like... They spent a lot of money on this, spent a lot of money on this detail, the idea that what do you see from the, and and that's a, that's a question like Facebook really wasn't asking. Facebook's been doing some really interesting stuff with like, like they have a system where it actually, the lenses adjust inside of there to create like really true depth of field. And I think that's going to be kind of a cool thing to see where they go. But with this, this was like, yeah, man, Apple's asking, because you saw the, how the audio, they look at the the audio pods. 
Yeah. The sound pods, the idea that it projects the sound in there because they didn't want you to have to wear earpieces, but they still wanted to have really good sound, but they wanted to feel present. Notice when the woman was in the airplane, she had her AirPods in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Question. Did you see a, 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 a Paul, Palmer Lucky's reaction? I know I sent it to, yeah. to Andrew. Uh, but no. uh, did you see this? Uh, uh, so Palmer Lucky, of course, founder of Oculus, eventually sold to uh, Facebook. Oh, you're saying and, Palmer and... Lucky. I thought you were saying Paul Merlucky. And I'm like, who's that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, he, uh, uh, said, and we don't know whether or not he got hands on with it or he just watched the, the demo, but he said to any and all my official statement to the press about the Apple vision pro is this. And then it was just the gif of Morpheus from the matrix saying he is the one. Ha! Yeah, voting. that's, uh, 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 yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, so. it's a good, it, there's a, it makes a lot of sense. A lot of the stuff they said made a lot of sense. IMO. So, who's buying day one? Oh come on! It would have had. Come on, you know what? You're talking. I don't know about you two on the bottom half of the screen, but for the for us upper deckers over here, that's going to depend on one thing: how many people head on over to Patreon.com/slash/WeirdThings <laughs> right now. Keep us loud, live, and independent, showing up every single week, giving you news of the weird and futurism and some rampant speculation and 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 and, and, and home. occasionally role playing games. Yeah. Patreon.com slash weird things. Keep the show alive. Support us. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh day one. I'm gonna write it off. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, I I I've decided since I didn't have to pull the trigger right then, it's like, okay, when I do have to pull the trigger, it's going to be two, one for me, one for my wife. Bold to not I, take pre-orders already. I mean, I guess because they don't have a date, but... They don't need to. It's Apple. No. They've got so yeah. much... Ca- they they have the notify me button, so they're taking track of that. Like, not like, oh, if we, if we get enough people to buy this, we'll be able to make it. It's, you know, it's Apple. If, if I'm also trying to game theory it a little bit, you know, if they if they know it's not a Christmas thing, uh, which obviously when they say 2024, they that that tells you this is not for Christmas. So don't think about it for Christmas. Uh, I would wonder whether or not it's a presale in 2023 or sometime in 2024 when it starts to go on sale. Uh, you know, and what that does to whatever quarters and revenue and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm. I'm all in. And to be totally honest, I'm just really excited because there hasn't been a long lead up for a product that everybody was kind of waiting to see whether or not it was as good as it looked since the iPhone from Apple. The the only thing that I can compare it to, not only in the reaction, which is almost identical. Who needs it? Too expensive. No one's going to spend that much money on. Right. Heard the same thing about the iPhone. Is this product the iPhone? Maybe, maybe not. It's exciting because we're going to all find out next year. Yeah. It, and I guess the, uh, the other option is also really interesting. If Apple can't make this work, can anyone? Will anyone? What, what will it take? Oh. What, what tech do we have to get to if this is not enough? It, it'll have to be 20 more years and another Palmer Lucky or Palmer Lucky will show up and figure out how to do it with uh, whatever tech is off the shelf. It's, 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 
Well, sounded like he said the same name twice. But that's a good point, though, too, is that every manufacturer in China right now, like we're going to see some knockoff crappy versions of these very soon. They're going to be like $500 with their own screens and stuff like this. And it's going to have a 20 second refresh rate. It's going to be super janky and whatnot, but it'll be, you know, it's just now they know the thing to make it look like. And that's going to be interesting. It's going to be your all of the all the stuff that people were working on before with VR, it's going to get dug out. And then all of a sudden they're going to be slapping on crappy 3D eyes onto the front and whatnot. What, yeah. Uh, forgive me if I missed it, uh, but did they say anything about live streams on this? Uh, like what, what, being able to be courtside for an actual they did, NBA yes. finals? They, yeah. they did a, a demo in the hands-on demo. There was uh, something they shot specifically at a at a at a baseball diamond um that made it look like you were right there and was supposedly a very good thing i mean they didn't talk about um services or anything but they showed it they showed it off uh that you could have a in in, arena in, in igers in igers thing they showed uh game footage of a, a a basketball game and uh a game a live game being projected onto your like dining room table or replay, yeah. So you could see it, like as if they were little little men running around on your table. Yeah, and they showed like a multi-screen thing with like I guess F one or racing on the upper corner, NASCAR in the upper corner, and then all that. It was honestly stuff. the most exciting part of the demo for me was realizing I could just be in a Las Vegas sports book and just watch ninety different things at the same I, time, and I'm like, I'm I in. <laughs> What we understand is Apple executives have been using this stuff for months and for quite some time now, right? And it's much not unlike another company I'm familiar with where we had access early on to, and just used the hell out of it a lot and had a lot of really interesting and can see where this goes. I think there's going to, I think content consumption, this may be the way that you want to watch a movie in the future. This may be the way you want to play yeah. the game. This may be the one, the way you want to do anything where you're just sitting your butt down on a couch. And I think the sports stuff, like, yeah, like one of the people reviewed this said, I would, they're like, I would pay like a hundred bucks a month or whatever to watch sports on this thing, which it comes I mean, I mean, at a certain Lorette, level, but... uh, at a high enough fidelity level, then all of a sudden you're no longer competing with any streaming service or cable or television. You're competing with courtside seats and, 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 yeah. and, and season passes and so on. I, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying is that like, an Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus thing is going to become a very different thing because they're going to start. Facebook has done experiences and they sucked. Like you'd go to like a Facebook concert, whatever. And I remember like, I remember going to one and trying to watch a thing and going, man, this, there's so many things they could do to make this better. I have to imagine the teams that worked on this aren't working on it. They're working on something else. And then like three months later, they announced Horizons. And I'm like, ah, that's why this sucks. And it still sucks. It just still, there's hardware limitations, software limitations, decision-making stuff. But yeah, I think that like Apple Apple content, like this new kind of spatial content is going to be, they may have this more. I think that's their goal is they're going to be, well, uh, own, imagine owning all of TV. They, they, they spent a lot of time talking about how 3D movies, once this, you know, laughed at, uh, uh, element of of history because of televisions and because of how much Hollywood just tried to you know uh, uh, hump an extra four dollars out of you so you could wear dumb glasses. They're like, no, this is for real. 
this is like when you watch Avatar 2 and you see that whale rip that dude's arm off, <laughs> oh uh, you will you will know you have seen the face of God. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Bryce, are you buying? Um, maybe not. Maybe not the first one. I don't know. I still don't have a 3D headset VR or anything. Um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for for the for the right one. For the one. For my one. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I I think that I think it's going to be a world where if Facebook kind of does things a little bit better, they're going to have a really good future. I think Apple's going to have the the future, but I think Facebook's going to have a future that's going to be good. But I think they're, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm projecting, but man, do I hate having to deal with Facebook and logging in and stuff, or just the ads and all that stuff. I don't go well, on Instagram. I mean, uh, it's also it shows you where brand reputation matters because. Yeah. Like, and I think that you were, you were, you made a really good point earlier to say, Apple pointing out, we will never track you. This is on device. This is only so you can have a better experience. This is not anything that we will ever sell it. We have no access to it. Only you have access to it. And they have backed that up with the 10 years worth of decisions in which they have harmed their own relationships with other companies. So you could have a better experience in terms of controlling where your data goes and uh that's uh, brand uh, value that facebook doesn't have facebook has every single time they could squeeze another cent out of your data they have done it uh name name one time facebook has stood up to uh <laughs> and harmed their own uh business model by standing up to a nuclear superpower <laughs> leader of the free world i mean yeah. it's like uh, apple is by their actions have bought a very specific reputation that i think will serve them well here and yeah, and it's like I'm, I am, I still pay for Apple Arcade even though I don't really use it, you know, because I'm like, yeah, it's five bucks a month. Sometimes there's something fun, and the company frustrates levels. They do things. I go, why did you do this? They irritate me in some levels, but Apple, at the end of the day, we're we're aligned on a lot of stuff. And Facebook's a company that I I, I have the Quest because I think the Quest is a great product, is a great piece of hardware, and there's so much more potential for it. But also, I think, man, as a developer. You're just not excited to go develop for them. You know, and they had to create the whole side quest thing and whatnot because, you know. Anyhow, let's do picks. Uh, hey, I uh, I became uh, perilously ill and wasn't able to talk about this on Cord Killers, but I saw the uh, Spider-Man movie twice this past weekend. And uh, the very first time, it was pure ecstasy and joy. Uh, it was extraordinarily novel. There were dopamine hits left and right. And the second time I went to see it again, just to kind of study, why was that so good? Uh, and uh, I came away with the answer, well, it wasn't because the story was very complex or advanced anywhere. It was all very much candy. Now, it was very, very delicious candy. So you're saying it was a simple story. Uh, 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 you know what? I can't even tell you what progressed in the story. <laughs> it, was, it was not very simple, but there was so much candy. Uh, so uh, it's, it's good. Uh, I, I don't know how much it'll uh, stand up to the test of time. Uh, you think it won't hold up? I, uh, I don't well, know. Look, the, 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 I, I will also select Across the Spider-Verse. It's a fantastic soundtrack. Uh, I think, obviously, the cast is having a really, really good time. It is visually, like the first one, among one of the more gorgeous achievements in animation. Uh, wholly original. It doesn't look like anything else. And I think that, in a world of a lot of same-same in that space, goes a long way. As for my review of the story and the plot, I look forward to seeing the second half. 
whenever they release the next movie that I apparently have to pay for. Uh, uh, it is, I found that element of it to be intensely, intensely frustrating. That does seem frustrating because my assumption was that there was a whole movie in this thing. And I'm now I'm hearing it's as long as one. It's as setting, long as one. Setting, setting the spider table. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, I mean, look, it's really well written. Or not written, uh, uh, directed. It's really, <laughs> it's really well. It looks, it looks great. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, uh, I, I got a... Um, I got a little pick. I, I talked about this uh, on on Cord Killers uh, the other day, um, briefly. But I ended up watching the Netflix dramatization of a of a true life crime called The Good Nurse. Um, uh, this was interesting. I had seen I'd seen the the trailer for this. It came out late last year, um, uh, and it's a it's about a a woman. Uh, who believes her coworker uh, at at the ICU is maybe killing people? Um, it's based on a true story, so you take it from there. Uh, the The interesting thing that I had not seen Netflix do with this is they uh, Netflix produced this movie, but they also produced the documentary about the story. So when you watch this, it goes great. You want to see the true crime doc about it now? Um, but I, I thought it was it, it's a it's a good dramatic telling of the story, and if you're really into it, um, if you really want to see uh, see those folks, uh, uh, Netflix has a bounty of riches for you. The Good Nurse. My pick is uh, Justin. Was your pick Spider-Man? I'm assuming it yeah. was. Yes. Yeah. My pick is uh, on topic of VR, a book that I thought was a fantastically well done book by Blake J. Harris, and that is The History of the Future. That's the story of Oculus, Facebook, and the swept virtual reality. And basically, it's a lot uh, about Palmer Lucky, what happened with creating the Oculus, what happened at Facebook, uh, getting what seems like very screwed over by Facebook and whatnot. And then where it happened to sort of that platform there. So, um, Blake Harris wrote console wars, which I thought was another fantastic Ooh, that, book. That but was a good one. In fact, uh, that, I, this is an instant, uh, buy for me. Uh, how recently did this book come out? 2018, 2019. Yeah. Okay. I know um, you've mentioned it before. I would be surprised if you don't already have it, Brian. Yeah. That's good. TBH. I suggest you listen to it, Brian. I think you would really enjoy it because, Palmer is obviously is a bit of a controversial figure, but when you want to talk about that lone brilliant inventor, he is that. He is this. He is a guy that was sitting in an RV in his parents' driveway, buying every VR headset he possibly could, every piece of tech from things that hung from the ceiling, taking them apart, trying to figure out what's the optimum experience. You know, went to the MXR lab at USC. They wouldn't give him a full-time position. So he went off and created a figured out to build his own hardware, did a, the famous Kickstarter that became the Oculus and really launched all of this for, you know, Facebook. And then when in a very tense political situation, when they weren't happy with the way, uh, what he was doing, politically speaking, um, they ended up, uh, letting him go. And there was a lawsuit, which nobody will talk about, but Man, Palmer has a lot of money now and has a really successful business doing military defense technology. So, mm. well, there you go. Uh, the, yep. the, his, the history of the future, they should do a sequel called The Future of the Future. And it's <laughs> or like, The Present of the Future. And then uh, oh, the third okay. one, 
the future of the future. Oh, okay. That's, well, my, you, that's marketing you, brain. You, you see enough to sort of see like the, the two big tech books from this period this year are going to be about chat GPT and they're going to be about Apple vision. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 The, the story of Apple vision, how yeah. chat GPT came to GPB. Oh, by the way, I, uh, I found a new, uh, 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 I always try to note when I discover a new novel use for chat GPT. Uh, my, my latest entry is, uh, I got an email from Ticketmaster letting me know that tomorrow, this was yesterday, tomorrow tickets for Tenacious D would be on sale in Austin. Uh, and, and I just clicked on the link to see, well, where is it? When, and there's this little thing that says, do you have a secret code to get early access to tickets? And I'm like, uh, I'll bet that exists somewhere. And so I just told chat GPT, I'm like, Go find out if there's a code I could punch in on this. And then it came back and it was like, I have two. This one is you pretend that you're part of this radio station. This other one you, you is for artists only. Did it work? Did uh, either yep. work? Uh, uh, I, well, um, you have a ticket the, the, oh. in your name now. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. I, I did the one where somebody said... You help find me money, and it went through and it found like the government websites. Oh like, yeah, the, have, the, like, the, the stuff where you're owed. Yeah, yeah I got 160 bucks out of that, and and I opening eyes sound like you know a uh, a hype guy telling like like literally got 260 bucks from just doing that prompt. Um, have you seen now we have prompt sharing? No, that's wonderful. Hmm. Uh, I, 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 what, what does that look like, Andrew? What does that? So uh, what it does is, let's say you start off with a question, it gives you a response. You can then click share, and it'll start, it'll share the first two parts, like your query and oh, response to it. That's clever. And so I, yeah. So Brian could share his to say, hey, here's my prompt for like you know helping me. You know, like you could start, you could phrase it like, hey, I want to find out about a coupon code. Are you able to do this? Whatever. It would have to be with plugins and whatever, but you could share it and then say, sure, what is it? And so. Wow. It's a it's a wonderful way to sort of share this because today is a new day of discovery for prompting. Well, and and it also is, uh, I assume, a good way to sort of bank your best prompts because I, I use mm-hmm. ChatGPT so much that I you know that's a lot of scrolling to go back and find you know what what was really good that one time that I half remember. And so this way I could I could just take that and and copy paste it somewhere. I assume. Yep. Yep. So, gentlemen, it's been weird. The Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.